Hi everyone, and welcome to the 82nd episode of Kingdom Hearts Union. I'm your host, Brandon, and I'm here with Churro! Hey guys. And Sabrina! Hello! It's been a while. How's it going? We haven't been on it's here been for a while, while, right? Right? I don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> I, oh, I was in Hong Kong. Oh yeah, okay. Yay. Yay. We were like, now I remember. Can, can we record it? I was like, uh, I'm not going to be up this early. That's okay. That You're here now. That's all that matters. Yeah, you made it. That's all that matters. Yay. So we are fresh, hot off the heels of the Kingdom Hearts 3 showing at D23. Churro, you were there. How was it? It was, I, I enjoyed it. You know, I like, I like the fact that Square Enix and Disney are doing this together. You know, they're walking this road to dawn together. And, you know, I just, even though, um, I know some people weren't happy with it, but I was, it was totally worth Waking up at three in the morning, getting there like by five, and then just waiting yeah. un- in that underground like parking garage for like five hours until they let yeah. us in. So yeah, that sounds that's that sounds good. Just be careful on uh, around who you say the word dawn around because apparently that's a swear word among Final Fantasy fifteen fans. I don't know. If- I don't know how many people saw that Dawn trailer, yeah, Dawn trailer. <laughs> and how nothing it was and how mad it made people. Oh. So, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Final Fantasy 15 fans, right. of which I am one. Me it's too. Okay. I'm There'll one be too. a better trailer. You're not alone. There'll be a better trailer next time. Right. I mean, like I said, there. yeah, for something that wasn't shown for a new trailer, it's fine. I mean, like I said, we got a new trailer at E3 two months ago. Uh, Nomura yeah. did say at E3 that a new world would be revealed soon. So I And really, we got a new world. You so know, he, he kept, you know, I don't want to say he kept, the, I mean, he kept the promise, but like he kept his word that something new was going to be revealed. And it was. And it was, you know, Big Hero 6, which, you know, I actually enjoyed the movie. I liked the movie. I, I like the movie too. It's so cute. Wonderful. I'll I'll talk about what I thought about the movie later. Okay. Anyway, yeah, let's spare us, please. <laughs> anyway, for you new folks, Kingdom Hearts Union is part of the podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union, and is presented by the Gaming Union Network. We run on a four-week rotation with a new show every other Tuesday with Final Fantasy Union, and it comes out on the iTunes Store, KingdomHeartsUnion.com, YouTube.com/slash KHUnionVids, and the Kingdom Hearts Ultimania Twitter, which is at KH Ultimania. So, we have a two-segment show today. First being the news, obviously D23 related. And finally, we will have our question segment. In the way of announcements, as always, you guys can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash FFKHUnion. If you like the show, if you want it to get it better, please, please, please go to the Patreon Support what you can, and as a reminder, Patreon supporters do get lots and lots and lots of perks. One of them is actually the easiest to get. If you just pledge $1 an episode, you get access to a special podcast. Yes, that is right. There is another four-week rotation podcast that is only available to Patreon subscribers that is called Please Be Excited. It is a completely different show. It stars any of us from Kingdom Hearts Union or people from Final Fantasy Union or a mixture of both. It's a really awesome show. So go support us on Patreon and get access to that show, among other things. There's other cool uh, pledge uh, thingies on there as well, so check it out. Check them out. Also, another tier is the Patreon shoutout, which... We did. We do have a new supporter that 
uh, is going to be shouted out, and that is Thorin Bullen. So Thorin Bullen, thank you, thank you. for supporting us on You're Patreon. Awesome. And as a reminder, if you guys want to be a part of the question segment of our show, send us your questions to khuquestions at gmail.com. We always like hearing your questions. And if you have multiple questions, you can send them all in one email. And, you know, I may not answer, we may not answer all of them in like the very next show, but we might use them for later shows as well. So if you have a lot of questions, you know, be sure, you know, you can send us an email full of like 10 questions if you can't choose one. And, you know, over the course of, uh, you know, several episodes, you might see your uh, questions sort of filter in. So anyway, that wraps up announcements. Now on to the news. So as we sort of uh, alluded to before, Kingdom Hearts 3 was showcased at the D23 event in Anaheim, which Churro was in attendance of. Uh, it was a part of a panel, which was the Disney Interactive panel, and actually was the first thing to be shown. Which uh, was surprisingly, I mean... Which was surprising and very convenient for me. That's I could just <laughs> Just start the stream and, okay, it's over. Great, I'm done. I don't need to watch anymore. <laughs> it was very easy. Uh, first thing they announced, which was not exactly news, but something that's very interesting to know, is that the Kingdom Hearts series so far worldwide has sold 21 million units that's insane that is that's insane. a lot of it's, units especially it's really for good it's a lot of fans i've never met come talk exactly to or a lot of people that have bought many copies like me that's like churro raising his hand yeah like that's me with seven times. copies of like 1.5 yeah exactly so oh you th- there's a little bit of that to factor in but Still, 21, 21 million copies for Kingdom Hearts. It is not just a fad. It is a big series. So, in the way of actual Kingdom Hearts announcements, the first thing they announced was that each Keyblade in Kingdom Hearts 3 will have its own transformations. So, every type of Keyblade that you have in Kingdom Hearts not just has, you know, your standard, oh, it's got strength value and it's magic value and it's got reach and whatever, swing speed. Well, you can add on to that list transformation abilities. So that uh, transformation that we saw of that Keyblade that turns into the guns, that is exclusive to that Keyblade. There will be other Keyblades with different abilities. So that is very interesting. That sort of answers they, uh, the question say of this how E3? that works. I don't know if they already said that, but they made sure to clarify it again. Okay, yeah, because I remember one of the interviews that Nomara did that he said mm-hmm. that each Keyblade would have its own unique. Yeah, so this is this is. I'm guessing this is more just to clarify is that each Keyblade has its own transformation. So uh, it won't be that you're learning the gun transformation and that every Keyblade has a gun transformation. It is just that one Keyblade that has the gun transformation, and then you'll get a different Keyblade, and that'll have the. I don't know, the electric guitar transformation or the, the surfboard transformation or the toothbrush transformation. Toothbrush. A but singing the, toothbrush. A singing Only toothbrush. in Atlantica. <laughs> Imagine. Only in Atlantica. It's, it's, a, it's a dingle hopper. It's actually a fork or something. But that, that's, that's just, a, just to clarify it. So when you're choosing your Keyblade in Kingdom Hearts 3, that's another thing you're going to have to factor in is not just the strength, not just the reach or the swing speed but you also have to factor in oh what what ability does this give me so there might be some bosses that might be better with certain abilities uh than others so that's just another thing to keep in mind when you're choosing your keyblade uh next uh 
is another clarification with regard to attraction flow. Before they said that uh, there wouldn't be any QTEs in Kingdom Hearts 3, but now they also clarify that attraction flows aren't QTEs. They are real-time things that you can control. So that train, that's something you can control. I find that kind of cool um, that you can control it. Yeah, I don't know how that's going to work, yeah. but it isn't. it is not a QTE. So Sora isn't just on a fixed track wink wink when it comes to that train uh attraction flow or the pegasus one or the teacups there is uh some stuff that you control in real time uh with regards to those and they also said that one of the attraction flows that they were considering is based off of the disneyland merry-go-round which i actually did go and look up so here's some interesting facts about that merry-go-round like the carousel merry-go-round Yes, okay. the, ki- the King Arthur Carousel is actually even older than Disneyland. Oh, wow. The King Arthur Carousel was built in 1922, but the park opened in 1955. So this thing is actually older than the theme park itself, uh, and it was actually brought into Disneyland. And it was specifically an experience that uh, that uh, Walt Disney had with a carousel at Griffith Park that inspired him to make Disneyland. So it is very important that we get a merry-go-round or carousel in Kingdom Hearts. Please make it happen, III, Square Enix. Because it's so pivotal to the creation. Come on, Namara, you got this. Even as an adult, I still this. like merry like merry-go-round. The carousels, they're fun. It's yeah, just it's just kind of sucks when you have to fight a little kid or a horse. Yeah, but, you yeah, know yeah. maybe maybe that'll be the action part of King, in Kingdom. It's to push a kid off a carousel. <laughs> <laughs> right. You you start the carousel and all the heartless are on carousels yeah, so knock are on off. the horses too, and you gotta knock them off. That's that's the attack. I don't know how that's gonna work with Rock Titan, but we'll make it happen. We'll get it. We'll get an extra big. It reminds uh, me a little bit in him. Kingdom Hearts too with the with that little mini merry-go-round in. Uh, Christmas Town? Yeah, yeah. They had a tiny yeah. one there. I'm assuming it might be a little bit bigger. Or the the other thing that I thought is, oh, maybe you get on the horses and you ride the horses around. But That'd then cool. that's kind of like the, but that's already kind of like the Pegasus one. Uh, so I'm change. guessing they'll have to do something different. Maybe a carriage. I don't know. Just change it. We'll have to see. <laughs> Somehow they got the Pirates of the Caribbean or Captain Hook thing going on. With the ship, with uh, with that pirate ship, yeah. So I don't know, they'll make it work. And the big announcement of the event, the very big announcement, as uh, Kauri put it, was that Big Hero Six would be joining the cat- the catalog of worlds of Disney worlds that will be in Kingdom Hearts Three. Yay! I like the movie. And very very unique to Kingdom Hearts Three. This is the first world ever, first Disney world ever, that will have a plot line that occurs after the film. So this storyline of Big Hero 6 is not the movie plot. It is actually something that happened after. This is a sequel. So you have to go watch Big Hero 6. Exactly. It is a continuation of the story uh, mixed in with Sora. So it's a very interesting plot. So, uh, So the plot of Big Hero 6 is that you know you got these uh, motley crew of you know nerdy guys that become superheroes in Kingdom Hearts three? They will already be superheroes, and you get to fight in adventures with them as superheroes. So that is 
definitely exciting. What do you guys think of this announcement? What do you think of Big Hero 6 as a world in Kingdom Hearts 3? I think it'd be really cool. I I actually really I really enjoyed the movie because it actually mm-hmm. took me forever to sit down and watch it, but like the movie itself was yeah. really cool just because I do like robots in general. Um, so mm-hmm. having it after the film makes it kind of like like not like an exclusive but kind of like something worth really like picking up to like figure out what happens next for everybody yeah. in that in that movie and i one think- thing i will say about the movie is that it, it does it does leave a little bit to be desired as far as them as heroes because you just see their origin story and then it just sort of ends yeah. there and it's kind of like man what do they do after that you know i want to see them as superheroes after this and it's kind of cool that kingdom hearts will get that uh, you know, let you explore what the possibilities are with them as full-fledged superheroes. I'm just happy to get a Baymax in the game, because I thought yeah, I thought he'd be at least like cute. a summon. That'd be really yeah, cute. I would love to Baymax summon. It'd be a summon just to yeah. heal you, because Donald doesn't heal. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for me, like I, I'm, I'm excited. I liked it, but I think the one thing that I'm really excited for is actually exploring San Francisco on Baymax. Yeah. Like since oh, yeah. since really the cool. worlds are like huge now, given what you've seen at the uh, E3 trailer. Yeah. Just imagine just flying around the entire city. Just That's like... the thing is, I wonder how big that that map is going to be because, I mean, they're they're saying pretty clearly we're not. This isn't an open world game, but I don't know that uh, that that concept art that they showed plus it makes uh, you wonder like are, if it, are you going to be able to like be on the ground and then be in the air and then like yeah different that's things? that's the thing i don't know like because at some point how big do you go until you're already basically an open world game like, i mean as I mean, far Kingdom, as san francisco goes it's pretty big i mean kingdom Hearts 3d had already had like large empty worlds in them with the user traction yeah. flow with you know, this this is taking that and just like amplifying it by like over nine thousand. You know. Yeah, we'll have to see how it's set up. I'm just hoping that the transition from, you know, if you do start on the out on the ground, that if that transition, you know, if you have that transition, it's going to be a smooth one. You know, you can start on the ground, call Bay Max, get up, and whoosh, go flying off and fight fight people. I don't know. We'll we'll have to see. I mean. From what we've already seen, like you said, the, in the E3 trailer, they did have some big worlds, but uh, nothing this big yet. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if this happened to be their biggest world, because like I can't think of a bigger area than like a you know something that's based off of a real world city. So we'll have to see how that goes. The good news is another wink, wink, nod, nod. Thanks, Unreal Engine. Uh, Unreal Engine 4 has a lot of really good uh, open world stuff in it already built in. So it's got really good uh, streaming of uh, distant objects. And so it's already built from the grounds up. So they could make it open world and do all the stuff that open world games do. And they don't have to build it. So uh, they could do it. But, you know, it depends on how much they want to build. The other thing that I wonder is uh, one of the big technologies that they actually did develop for Big Hero 6 was how to do procedural crowd animation. That That's how they made uh, San Francisco so crowded in the movie, was that they, they actually programmed AI to uh, dynamically walk around in their city. I wonder how much of that they can incorporate into Kingdom Hearts, because as you mentioned with Kingdom Hearts 3D, it's kind of... I don't know. Kingdom Hearts is kind of infamous for having empty worlds, yeah. and it would... It, 
to me, it, it wouldn't be San Francisco if it didn't have a whole bunch of NPCs. So I wonder how far they'll go. I don't know. It, it's just like I could see them like really easily coming up with a plot reason for the city to be empty, and I don't want them to. So I don't know. Do you guys care if it's big and empty, or do you guys think it needs to have a lot of people? In I it? think for a I think city, it needs people. Yeah, for a city has people. I mean, it it's, it gets tiresome when you like have a cutscene where it says like, you know, like the Olympus Coliseum, and they say listen to the cheers of the crowd, but yet there's nobody there. Yeah, there's nobody there. At <laughs> least in Mulan, you know, when you, you know, defeat Shan Yu. Yeah, they do put. They yeah, they do, do have crowd like. There. All those, like, even though they're, like, little tiny Big sprites, little dots. you know, the little <laughs> yeah. sprites, at least it shows that it's more, you know, lively. You know, I'd rather yeah, take exactly. lively over empty. I mean, like I said, Kingdom Hearts 3D was a big, it was guilty of that, you know, just big open worlds with nothing in them. Exactly. So, yeah, I'm hoping they do. It's just, you know... As is the case with Kingdom Hearts, they have to develop so many different worlds, and each world has its own different set of challenges. So to some degree, it's almost like, you know, if they have 13 worlds, it's almost like they're developing 13 different games practically. But I'm just hoping that crowds and NPCs are universal enough that they could just use that in all the worlds. So they could sort of, you know, make that the reason why they develop that tech. But Big Hero 6 needs it the most, I think. I don't know. We'll see. I mean... Still too early, but it's a good announcement to have. Yeah, still too early. Exactly. And speaking of early, they showed us concept art, but they didn't show a trailer. Uh, They did show show, uh, Roy Conley, who is the producer of both Big Hero 6 and Tangled. He did another presentation. He's really funny. I like that guy. Yeah, he's a funny guy. Talking about um, Big Hero 6. Also... Just a warning, don't watch that video if you haven't seen the movie, because there's a spoiler in it. But, uh, I don't know, it, I saw it before I saw the movie, and it, it didn't spoil me too much because I saw it out of context, but the instant I saw it in the movie, I'm like, oh, it's that screenshot from the from the Roy Conley interview. Yeah, oh. and also, like, I've seen when the announcement came out, and I know a lot of people who never saw Big Hero 6 went and saw it, including you. Yeah, yeah. so, speaking of that, I did, I did go see Big Hero 6 yesterday. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a movie. Wow. <laughs> it's a movie, that's for sure. Great hey, details. At least, at least it did better than uh, the, the, the Fantastic Four reboot. Yeah. Yes. Better than that. I'll give you that. Honestly, I'm, I'll be honest. I didn't like Big Hero 6. I didn't think it was that good. But my main problems with it are more the plot of the movie than it is the characters or what it could be in Kingdom Hearts 3. Because I think... Honestly, I think the choice to put the story of the uh, of the Kingdom Hearts 3 world, the choice to put it after the main plot line is an excellent choice because I thought the the most clunky part of that movie was the setup. You know, they've got all this this really long drawn out setup of, you know, writers that don't know anything about technology talking about technology and trying to make it so it's simple enough for people that don't understand technology to understand. And it's like, it's very cringeworthy for me to watch. And then suddenly stuff happens that, Oh, now we can become superheroes. And the whole reasoning for becoming superheroes is kind of dumb. And, but then eventually they become superheroes and it's okay. Cause the actions 
The action's pretty good. I think Baymax. The movie gets better as you watch it. I'll just say that. It gets better as you watch it. Baymax is the coolest robot. Baymax is so cute. It's so squishy. It's it's definitely a funny movie. There's a lot of funny stuff in it. But if you're in it for the story, it's a dumb story. I'm sorry. It's really dumb. But after that, it gets better. And that's what I'm hoping is that Kingdom Hearts 3 will make it good. But uh, don't expect much from the movie. But you probably should watch the movie because it does spoil the movie if you just play Kingdom Hearts 3. And that's Brandon with the review of Big Hero 6. That's that's me with the review. Yeah. Also, if you've watched Frozen, I'm sorry, but you already know the entire plot of the movie because the the twist of Frozen is literally the twist of Big Hero 6. I don't know how they get away with doing the same twist two movies in a row, but, you know, hey, they got to make a lot of movies. Anyway... So that pretty much wraps up the uh, the Big Hero Six Rant. Kingdom Hearts three related <laughs> announcements. Oh. But there is there were some other Kingdom Hearts related announcements that were pretty interesting. So one of them is that the Keyblade will be added to Disney Infinity as an ultimate unlock. Yeah, I thought that was so I mean, cool that they did that. It, it was, was so cool. That was I mean, really interesting. I mean, the image that they teased. You know, I think a lot of people first uh, instincts were. Kingdom Hearts, which like you know what every Kingdom, Heart, Kingdom Hearts of fans will do, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's kind of nice to see it actually became a reality. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, so you can unlock a Keyblade in which Disney means you Kingdom. have to uh, buy air all figures from 1.0 to 2.0 to 3.0 to unlock it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, so. that's yes. wonderful. Yeah. I oh, mean, well, yeah. well, you guys have to look at it as Disney Infinity is, Infinity is one of those games where you have to buy the characters. Yeah. That's what the whole point of Skylanders was about. So this is the same concept. Yeah. So if you want the ultimate If you're unlock, already into Disney Infinity, this is a great announcement. Yeah. yeah not, you might I know a lot of kids that bought it, too. Like when I used to work at EV. Yeah. Man, we had so many it's it's them. it's it's like it's like the the, the what was it called those ambios amiibos amiibos craze yeah. that everybody's going through it's the same thing but yet they're not as rare as those yeah so if you want to collect them all at least you get a reward for collecting them all yeah you yes. you get a lot so they're they're in general yeah in general they're not as rare but segue oh, no. there was a very exclusive king mickey costume for mickey mouse Exclusive to D twenty three. Ah, yeah, that's what that I'm was talking really about. has it. Yep, and Tro has it. Tro got it. I have it. I also they also gave me the Mickey figure that's supposed to be released. Oh, really? Oh, cool. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I have both the the power disc and the, the figure? Mickey figure. Oh. So basically, I can actually go and get Disney Infinity, and I can immediately have the King Mickey outfit on him. Wait, so Yay. for just the um, figure itself. Is it just Mickey as like his normal, you know, normal, his normal attire? But yeah, when you put the power Mickey. disc on on, on the thing and you put the, the yeah. figure on, he'll, his costume will transform into the King Mickey. The only so, yeah, thing that's cool. So the only thing about Disney Infinity right now is the uh, because there's people that bought Disney Infinity and Skylanders, and the problem that they really had was if you didn't have a world, um, in it, like you only go into this the sandbox, the toy box to play in and that's mm-hmm. more creative stuff like you can create your own things and like do whatever but uh like you can't use king mickey in like the frozen world not frozen world sorry in like cars world or marvel right that's the only 
thing that was being yeah made. they're like they're like very they're very sectioned off experiences if i understand if i understand how disney infinity is made correctly they actually hire like a bunch of teams to work on it all around the world i know like um i think for like the star wars uh world there they actually have uh What's that company? The the company that made Enslaved and uh, Heavenly Sword. They're making he- he- Hellblade right now. That team. Uh, they also made uh, the new Devil May Cry. That team's working on a Disney Infinity uh, experience. Oh, okay. And I think they're I think they're working on the Star Wars one. If if I'm remembering That'd be cool. correctly. So basically, they just hire like a bunch of teams all around the world, a bunch of developers all around the world, and they make they all make their own separate game for for disney infinity and they're like this i don't know like couple mission thing that you unlock by i guess buying figures or something so it's kind of an interesting model i don't know if that's how skylanders works but uh uh, it's kind of interesting the way disney does it well when i get paid i'm gonna take a look at disney infinity right now because i'm gonna be looking at how much is it's gonna cost to buy all figures oh also you have to get the 3.0 version did i already come out 3.0 or no no, it comes out in two know. weeks. Okay, so you have to buy that. That's, what, that's the only problem because there's no point of you buying any of the older ones except for the figures, obviously. Um, well, that's well, that's why you need all the figures to unlock the Keyblade. Yeah. But make sure you have the well, most good, recent good luck. game, or else. You're... Well, the most recent game won't be hard because they're just coming out. Yeah. But um, but the the, the older ones would be, I don't want to say too difficult because I at my at my Best Buy they still have all the figures all displayed out. So I just got to see how much it's going to cost. I mean, I already have the the Mickey one already. They gave us the Mickey one like two weeks in advance. They had so. the Sorcerer yeah. Mickey one. And that was like a special one because once you put it on the base, it like lights up. Yeah, they're oh. they're doing that with the uh, Star Wars ones. They're, they have one where the lightsaber lights up when you plug it in. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I like that. I think this whole thing is actually kind of interesting because I can't think of like another game especially a non-square annex game that uh kingdom hearts has been tied into so it's kind of cool to see that kingdom hearts is branching out a little bit and just like i think the whole thing with d23 in general that i really enjoyed was that it got to it got us to see that disney is definitely a lot closer to square annex that than it has ever been in a kingdom hearts title mm-hmm. Especially the fact with Big Hero 6 having a storyline that is occurring after the main film. And that not only that, but they do have people working in uh, in uh, in America at Disney that are working on the storyline with Square Enix in Japan. So they're actually working on the storyline together. So it's not just this, you know, filler thing, you know, that Square Enix just comes up on their own. This is a storyline that is being written in part with the people that actually wrote the original Big Hero 6. So it's got some, I don't know, it's got a little bit more weight than it would normally have. So that's kind of, it's kind of interesting. So I'm excited to see it. I personally wasn't a big fan of the movie, watched it yesterday, but I do see a lot of potential for it as a world in King Yeah, Kingdom. I agree so with that. that. For that much, I'm excited. So Anyway, that pretty much wraps up our news segment. Our next segment is the question segment. And as always, if you guys want to be a part of the question segment, please send your questions to khuquestions at gmail.com. As many as you want, but we'll probably only cover one per episode from you. So (laughs) (laughs) 
but we can always use as many as you can send us. So anyway, this first question comes from Amaury Points, and he asks, how do you feel about Tangled in Kingdom Hearts 3? I don't mind it. I mean, to be honest, I'm the type of the people who don't really like like or dislike games being in Kingdom Hearts. Like, I mean, Disney movies mm-hmm. in Kingdom Hearts, because to me, it's I'm always about the experience of being in those worlds and interacting with the characters mm-hmm. so to me i'm fine with it i i love tangled i can't wait to see how they're going to implement uh rapunzel's hair into the battle system which they wanted to do yeah. so <laughs> and plus i would hope you know and they would not only use it for battle system but like kind of like like a way to joke around and like have like sora like do like like a jump rope with it or something <laughs> when you're not battling like have some fun with it, you know, besides battling. So That'd I kind of cool. hope they do something with that. I can't wait to see how they they implement uh her hair too, but mostly because Rapunzel's hair is part of the reason why Rapun- why Tangled is the like second most expensive movie of all time because that hair technology took forever to develop. Like it took them forever to make that hair. And it was very expensive. If you if you don't already know, Rapunzel, as well, Rapun- Rapunzel was what it was originally called, and it has been in development, but with Glenn Keane, who is the main animator on Tarzan, since Tarzan. That's wow. how long Tangled was in production. You can actually go look it up. It's one of the most expensive movies ever made, and it's partly because of, her because hair. of Rapunzel's hair. But yeah, her hair's so pretty. Really expensive. I like her hair. Yes, and. They basically reasoned that, okay, we'll focus on making perfect hair just in general, and we'll use that for Rapunzel, and Rapunzel will be the ultimate test of that hair. And the benefit of that is that we can use it on all our all our future movies because, you know, we always have characters with crazy hair or they're an animal or something, and that is true. Every movie since Rapunzel has used Rapunzel's hair. Or the the same tech, tech as Rapunzel's not her hair. hair. <laughs> yeah, so I'm excited to see how they make it work because it took Disney forever. Thankfully, Disney's helping, but man, I don't know what they're gonna do because like Disney movies are pre-rendered. Kingdom Hearts is not pre-rendered, so we'll have to see. But apart from that, I love Tangled. Tangled is my favorite um, of the new uh, newer CG Disney movies. Yeah, like. F- from my perspective, I see Disney's CG movies as a very clear cutoff at Tangled. Anything prior to Tangled that Disney made that was CG is not very good, like Bolt or uh, Meet the Robinsons. Even Chicken Little is not that great. Like most of the movies that they were making before, there was like this little this movie about some uh, zoo animals in Manhattan that wasn't. What was that other one? Madagascar that Dream, DreamWorks yeah, made? Yeah, that one. They made their own Madagascar that wasn't very good. Like, their CG movies prior to Tangle aren't very good. And don't get it mixed up with Pixar. Pixar is a, def- a separate company. They've always been good. But Disney doing CG, in my opinion, they haven't been, like, really good since Tangled. And Tangled is an excellent movie, excellent animation. Like, it's so well put together. Maybe it's partly because it was in production for so long, but... It's an excellent movie. Frozen's awesome. 
from what I hear, Wreck It Ralph is awesome. I still need to see that. You need to that just do all... chat. Come on. Wreck It Ralph. Yeah. What's wrong on, with Brad. you? Let's do video games. Come when, on. When they announce when they announce a Wreck It Ralph world, maybe I'll put it higher on the priority no, list. No, Brandon, you're watching it after. Yeah, this, watch it after. This Shame on you. I'll watch it eventually. No, no, no. Let's... Watch it as you're as you're editing this. <laughs> that there you go. Well, We'll see. I just watched two movies in a row. Like I saw, uh, I actually saw Naruto: The Last. Don't say anything. The I, day before. I the manga. And then I watched, and then I watched Big Hero Six. Honestly, I like Naruto: The Last better than Big Hero Six, and that's saying something because Naruto: The Last was a pretty bad movie, but it had a lot of really good parts mm-hmm. in it. Yeah, so. that's so. That's the things I liked about it. Trust me, Savvy, you should watch Naruto the last, but when, once you finish watching it, the, this is how you're going to okay. feel. There were so many good scenes in it because there were a lot of canon scenes in yeah. it, but that was a two-hour movie that was about 45 minutes worth of movie. So just like anything in Naruto, <laughs> it's full of a bunch of filler. Tons of filler. Okay. It, I don't know. You'll you'll just have to see like it I yourself. Ca- I, ca- I caught it's up got on a the lot episodes, of... so now I was just finishing okay, reading it, so good. I'm like getting there and i'm excited oh yeah i promise you it gets good at the end in the manga okay. i don't we'll have to see how the anime ends up i really hope they don't mess it crap the bed on mm. yeah because they've been they've been screwing up the episodes recently so we'll see i'm hoping they're screwing up the episodes because they're preparing for the finale Hopefully. but yeah tangles that's that's tangles all i can needs hope to i love tangles it's so good so tangles happening oh. tangles awesome one of the best so movies good. so good i love that movie so cute i would not not to be too controversial, but I think Big Hero Six is their biggest screw up since Tangled. Ugh, I, I really don't. I, I really think it's that that not good of a movie compared to Tangled. Like it's it's really that not good. I don't. I I think. But I would say Big Hero Six isn't bad. It's fun to watch. I think but Big Hero Six to movie. me is better than Brave because. I- yeah, that's the other thing. Pixar hasn't been doing so good lately. I think I think Disney like stole the talent from Pixar. Wait, isn't <laughs> they just sort of? But Pixar also did Inside Out. I heard that's really really good. Yes. Okay. So Inside Out's pretty good. I don't I'll know. watch Inside Out. That's another. I think I might watch after. I might go watch Inside Out after this. It's still. I haven't. I haven't seen Brave, and I haven't seen Inside Out yet. Oh, watch Inside Out today, and then we'll come back and we'll debate about it together. But it's still in theaters, Savvy. Right, we can't Sabby. watch movies in theaters, wink, wink. I'm going. I like popcorn. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I guess you could go to a I, I think they technically can. I can just, like, cruise by after work or something when I'm bored and just <laughs> I'm go watch it. too lazy to go to theaters. Well, it's expensive anyways, too. Exactly. It's so expensive. Anyway, moving on. on to the next question. You take a churro. <laughs> the next question is by Elbow Juice. <laughs> and they say, if... There is going to be a new saga for the Kingdom Hearts series. Would you rather there be a secret movie hinting at it? Or would you rather there be no secret movie or a secret movie finishing off the game like a continuation of the Cage 3 finale? Um, okay, I'm trying to like figure out the question because there's a lot of questions in that question. The question within so, a question. <laughs> do you want a secret movie that's like deep dive? Or do you want a secret movie that's like the extra epilogue of Kingdom Hearts 2? Or do you want a secret movie that's like the secret movie from Birth by Sleep? Hmm. Or like or, or like a secret movie that actually closes that saga and lets you just Yeah, basically just a, a more of an epilogue, more of a more of an ending 
and it just sort of le- maybe it leaves it open for the future, I'm... but it doesn't really say anything about the future. I'm for I'm for like another like secret movie hinting for a new one mm-hmm. like deep dive. Um, but I would also mm-hmm. like like a uh, epilogue type of thing, especially because it's going to. So you just want everything. I want everything. You want your cake and you want to eat it too. I want my cake and I'm going to eat all of it. Is what <laughs> I'm saying. Um, there you but go. I would like. Well, it depends on how they leave it off at the be- like at the end. Like if it's at the cutscene, yeah, it's kind of exactly. like just cuts off like and done, and you're just kind of like, well, what, what, why, <laughs> huh? And yeah. then just give yeah. you the secret movie. It's like I don't want to know about the next one that's gonna come out in like ten years. I want to know what happens after, like right now. So yeah, me like because it's closing like the trilogy i guess i would mm-hmm. want more of a closer or an ending like i feel i need closure if i get no closure i will exactly. just like break into a billion pieces and just cry and die i want the sora and Kyrie wedding give me that with mickey mouse as the... <laughs> with mickey mouse as the pastor, yeah, exactly <laughs> officiating the wedding um, or something like think? that I, I'll, I'll i'll agree with you there yeah honestly I think they have to put something in it to leave it open for the future, but I don't think they need to say anything specific about the future. I think if it was more like... So in Kingdom Hearts 2, they had that slight little ending epilogue where uh, uh, they they bring you know Sora's on the uh, palm tree and Riku comes up and talks to him for a little bit and then Kairi shows up and, oh, look, a message on the bottle! And it's got Mickey's logo on it whoa what could crazy hijinks could we come up with now fade to white that's the end like i could i could sort of see something like that where they sort of throw in a little something in there and it sort of just leaves it open for a future story but i don't think they need to say anything specific like i would say the most specific they've ever gotten was the secret movie from Kingdom Hearts Final Mix, where it literally was just the final battle with Zehanort from Birth by Sleep. And, like, everything was fully fleshed out. That's too much. I don't want that. Deep Dive is a little sort of in-between, where they're showing a maybe kind of battle that we know who's involved, but it's still very mysterious. Um, But I don't think they should go that far. Maybe, like, Kingdom Hearts 3 Final Mix should go that far. But I think... Like, Sabi, like you said, most important thing about Kingdom Hearts 3 in general is putting closure to that plot yep. line. Yep. And I think that's the most important thing that they should focus on. And for the future, I think the only thing they should be doing is giving room for there to... They should just make sure to, that room for that future exists. And I think that's the purpose of the secret movie. But that's about it. But apparently, Nomura's already working on the secret movie, so who the hell knows what it's going to be? Gonna, like, yeah. seriously. <laughs> if he's already working on it, it's like, damn. It's probably going to be something it? Okay, crazy. But let's, we should, should we, like, take guesses, and then we'll come back once <sighs> it happens? I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to say it's going to be something like Deep Dive. Even though I would prefer it to be less specific than that, I think if he's already working on it, I think he's got a lot of specifics in mind. I want to go for closure. But, but I do... I don't think it will be as detailed as the uh, Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix ending, where it was just literally the scenes as they were. I don't think it will be that detailed. I don't think the second movie would be closure. I think they'll just use the normal ending as closure. I think the second movie will be 
building up hype for the next saga. Yeah. And now we'll never know until we come back to it in episode like 106, I'm going to guess. No, not six. Like 200. Oh, boy. I hope it's not that long. I'll be 200 by then. I'll be 200. Probably. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll have to see. But Chura, what would your ideal secret ending be for Kingdom Hearts 3? Do Would you prefer the closure type ending? Or do you want like, do you want super, super hype? Or do you want them just to leave it open? Or what would your ideal secret ending be for Kingdom Hearts 3? See, I see if we're, if we're going to do closure, I'd rather have closure be in the normal ending. That way that, yeah. you know, that storyline's done. Um, I just want something to where it kind of like, like I said, it starts to hype, you know, for the next saga. Like, what is there next to come? You know, they got to, you know, like with Kingdom Hearts, you know, with a deep dive, you know, it, there's a ton of mystery to it. Like you, you see everything going, you know going on you know and like you're just there's i just want a secret movie where there's so many questions with like no mm-hmm. answers because it makes you want more <laughs> yeah i think i think that's that's definitely worth it I'm, I'm just hoping that whatever they show in there it looks completely different than anything from the zehinort saga and ideally in my mind it throws away anything from the Zehnort plot and just starts as fresh as possible like the Zehnort plot doesn't really matter to the new plot so that because I think the biggest problem with Kingdom Hearts right now is that there's just so much baggage in the form of lore and all these rules and the heartless and the nobodies and you know everybody's Sora some people can have a keyblade only one person can have a keyblade now everybody has a keyblade <laughs> The, the you know there's the heart of our old world there's kingdom hearts uh, kingdom hearts is a door no it's a big heart-shaped moon no it's a it's a collection of hearts and you can make your own with a laser gun and no you can zap it away with a laser gun and no it's a big blue moon in the sky and it opens up with like a hurricane of clouds and like there's just so much stuff kingdom hearts is just so much Brandon stuff just summarized to... all of kingdom hearts right <laughs> yes and, and i the i love kingdom hearts and I actually do love all that yeah, stuff I but i don't want to carry it with me to another series or to another saga i think let's conclude everything and wipe the slate off clean and let's start fresh you can even use the same characters and they can even remember stuff from back then that's fine but let's reboot the rules because there's too many rules and let's simplify let's make it simple and clean because i mean as much as i love kingdom hearts it is anything but simple and clean it is very complex there's a lot in there and i think that's part of the that's part of what scares people off from the series is how complex it is and i think this kingdom hearts 3 is the perfect opportunity to set everything fresh everybody starting from a clean slate we don't know what's going on in Kingdom Hearts 3. And, you know, I think if the secret movie is more like what you want, Churro, I think that's how it should feel. It's like there's so much stuff in there that a Kingdom Hearts fan wouldn't understand that it seems like everything's starting fresh. Like, we don't know Kinda, anything about this. I like, awesome. I like talking about rebooting. Not necessarily rebooting, but like, like everything's completely new. Like, this isn't Heartless. This isn't, you know 
this isn't the gummy ship like just maybe like not rebooting the characters or necessary every necessarily everything that has happened since but rebooting the way kingdom hearts as a formula works so for example hypothetically speaking we've heard in the you know stories of old in kingdom hearts that the worlds used to be one what if at the end of kingdom hearts all the worlds are one at that point now i'm not saying that's what they should do or that's what they would do but that is an example of something that would completely change the kingdom hearts formula suddenly everything's one world we've never had a kingdom hearts like that every kingdom hearts has had divided worlds and that's you know that informs the entire formula of the game and you know that's just sort of how all the kingdom hearts games been if you change that formula completely you can still have all the same characters at the same ages they remember everything but everything they knew about the past means little to nothing in the future if everything is all connected again because everything's completely different so that's a possibility of the type of thing i would want not necessarily that that should be the way they go but something that radical that would not only make the kingdom hearts 3 ending feel more important because the fact that they would change the way the worlds work completely that would make kingdom hearts 3 feel more awesome because it completely rewrote kingdom hearts right at the end of the story it would also set you up for a completely different experience going forward and be more inviting for people that haven't played it before because you know it's a completely different thing not only are they completely clueless we're completely clueless the people that do like kingdom hearts so i'm just saying something like that completely change the way kingdom hearts works in terms of its rules its plot it's everything so kind of a reboot but not in the traditional sense where you throw everything out it's kind of like jurassic world for example jurassic world didn't throw out jurassic park but Jurassic World is basically the first Jurassic Park. Same thing with Force Awakens. For Star Wars Force Awakens isn't throwing out the old Star Wars films, but from what everyone can see, it's basically a new hope. So that's sort of the idea. That's sort of what I'm looking for. It's something that's completely different, but doesn't throw away the past. I don't know. <laughs> what do you guys think? Do you guys want a, a major change for the next saga? Do you, do you want it to be the same formula? Might as well, because, you know, Nomura's already established it. So, like, I don't know if Nomura's going to be able to make, you know, create something, you know, new for it, you know, since he spent so long developing what he has already. And the, thing, I, yeah, and the question, the question is, is, is that can Kingdom Hearts really start a new formula again? Can they really go about doing that? I don't think it's a question of if they should. I think it's they have to because at this point, the series is so daunting for anyone else to come into it. Yes, they've sold 21 million units total, but a lot of those units came from the early games and the sales have sort of been exponentially dropping since then. Well, because the, they've, uh... they've actually surprisingly been selling more. Yeah, but like, but then you, but you gotta remember all the different uh, platforms has been on. There's different platforms, but you know the original Kingdom Hearts was selling on the order of four to six million units, whereas current Kingdom Hearts are lucky to get a million. 
and that includes the uh, the remasters. I think at this point there's just too much in Kingdom Hearts. It's too confusing, too daunting, that you can't continue the series with the budget level that they're putting into it without like fundamentally changing it a lot. And I I think you can do that without ruining what's come before. You know, just like uh, Jurassic World. I mean, a lot of people don't like Jurassic World, but that's that's because the way they tell the story is kind of weird. It's more of a monster movie than it is the traditional dinosaur movie. But Jurassic World sort of does that, where, you know, everything in the previous Jurassic Parks have happened before, but they're completely changing up the formula of the movie. That's sort of the idea. I don't know. I just think that if they go on with all the baggage that all the Kingdom Hearts games have already they're still keeping the the main problem people have with Kingdom Hearts, and it's not going to grow as much as a series. I think that's the biggest challenge Kingdom Hearts has. And I think I think Tabata, for example, Tabata is having that same realization with Final Fantasy, is that there's a lot of stuff that people see in Final Fantasy that they assume all Final Fantasies have to have, and that's sort of limiting them as to what they can do in future Final Fantasies. Yeah, instead, of trying, to, is so instead of trying to do what he wants to do, he's trying to do... It's trying to please too much at the same time. You can't. You can't have. Exactly. You, you can only have so much of one or the other. You can't have fully, hundred percent both of both categories. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll ha- we'll have to see how the future goes, but um, yeah. Ultimately, the first step, no matter what happens, it's going to be in the secret movie because, basically, the secret movie is Nomura's way of saying. Look, guys, this is what I'm thinking of King Mars. What do you guys think? It's just one so. giant concept trailer. Exactly, one giant concept trailer. And I think more than anything, it's got to be conceptual because we need to, we need, we need something more broad so Nomura has room to uh, design. I wonder when it would even come out because, like, Kingdom Hearts three took so long to come out. I just hope Kingdom Hearts four or whatever uh, doesn't take as long. But uh, we'll see. Hope. So anyway, I think that pretty much wraps up our question segment. Uh, in our music segment, we have a very special cover of the Gummy Ship theme on guitar. It is uh, the a cover of uh, Blast Away, several versions of Blast Away, which is the Gummy Ship theme. I thought it was a perfect, uh, perfect theme to be using for this episode since we got the announcement of a new world. And hopefully we'll be hearing a really cool version of Blast Away in Kingdom Hearts 3. I can't wait. That's the other thing that I can't wait. Whenever there's a new Kingdom Hearts title, you know, we're going to get a whole new soundtrack oh by Yeah, Mora. I know. And that's always... Always download that's it. That's always a big... But like, I like listening to all the always... different Daily Beloveds because every single one's different, right? Oh, oh yeah. So nice. Every Daily Beloved's different. And on top of that, we're probably going to get a new Yutada Hikaru theme song. Apparently she's uh her the next song that she's gonna be releasing is uh for the new uh, Evangelion movie. So she's been, even though she hasn't been releasing um full like, albums, she's been she hasn't been releasing full albums. She's she's still been uh releasing themes uh for for like anime movies and stuff like that. She had a baby, but um, and she had That's a baby. Cute. But apparently uh her new song, which is from uh which will be for Evangelion. Apparently she's basing a full album around that song. So hopefully for Kingdom Hearts 3, she'll also have a new album and it won't just be a single. Mm-hmm. So 
we'll just have to see. So, yep, we have a cover of a uh, gummy ship theme on guitar. This one comes from Jam2995 from YouTube, so go check him out. It's really awesome. Our next episode of Kingdom Hearts Union is scheduled for the 15th of September, Ooh. which will be right before right before good old TGS. So, we'll have to see, you know, what we know about Kingdom Hearts 3 by then if we hear anything. We'll let you know. Uh, I'm hoping it'll be at TGS, but as far as the roadmap goes, uh, we know for sure Kingdom Hearts 3 will be at D23 in Tokyo, which is November 3rd. So for sure we already know when Kingdom Hearts 3 will definitely be shown next, but we don't know if it'll be shown uh, before that as well. Well, so I think we'll that uh, it'll probably be Unchained Key because it's due for release in yeah, September. Yeah, Unchained Key will definitely, definitely be... Uh, at TGS, especially since it's releasing so closely. Um, we'll, we'll have to see if they have anything else as well. Uh, and anyway, uh, as always, you guys can subscribe to Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union on the iTunes store. Just search for Kingdom Hearts, and we are number one! Yay! Yay! And of course, you can catch every episode at KingdomHeartsUnion.com, YouTube.com slash KHUnionVids, or Kingdom Hearts Ultimania's Twitter, which is at KHUltimania. And remember, as always, please support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash FFKHUnion. If you guys want a exclusive podcast you can get nowhere else, known as Please Be Excited. It's another four-week show that we do that's only for Patreon subscribers. All you have to do, pledge $1 and you get access to it for life. Forever. Forever. So it's a whole new show. And as a reminder, please send us your uh, questions to khuquestions at gmail.com. If you have a ton of questions, you can put them all in one email, and we'll get to all of them eventually. And uh, yeah, that pretty much wraps up our episode. So guys, it's goodbye time. Say your goodbyes. I can finally get some rest now. I know, <laughs> finally. I, I, I woke up at 3 a.m. or 3.30 a.m. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, I went to D23 on Friday after work, and I enjoyed that day. I didn't go Saturday, but and then and I went. I was there yesterday, and it's sad that it's over. Then we have to wait another two years before it comes back. But if yeah. you guys, and not just you, Brandon and Savvy, but anybody else out there listening, I highly recommend D23, especially if you're a big Disney head. Um, a lot of surprises, a lot of merchandise, uh, a lot of cosplayers sadly not a lot of kingdom hearts cosplayers you know there were a lot of kingdom hearts cosplayers at the disney interactive uh, thingy not as much as you think on mm-hmm. on a whole general when i was walking around doing the uh, test uh, stream there i only saw maybe like eight or nine total that's still pretty good i mean like it's i guess the like kingdom hearts has still got a long way to go to be bigger at d23 so well. Let's just hope within time. If you're a Kingdom Hearts fan, definitely go to D23 and show them how much you love Kingdom Hearts. Yes, please. Bye. Bye. Say goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Bye. And I'm Brandon saying goodbye. This has been a KingdomHeartsUnion.com production.